Welcome to episode 193 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. And coming up on today's show, you'll be hearing my conversation about the upcoming film All Clear with Phil Baker, Nicole Dixon, and Chris Jadala talking about what inspired the story for the film, how they each got involved, uh, the whole pre-production process, what they're doing now in post-production, their Kickstarter campaign, and so much more. It was really fun having all three of them on the show. Uh, this was actually... Uh, Phil's first time on the Derek Diamond Experience. Uh, all three are locally based here in Pensacola. Uh, Nicole Dixon and Chris Jadala have been on a few times, so you can check out past episodes with them. But it was really fun getting to learn about their movie. I can't wait to see how it turns out. And as a side note, uh, we did do this on Facebook Live, so if you guys want to check out the video version, just go to facebook.com slash ddiamondpodcast, or you can continue listening to the audio version, which you will hear right now. Derek, Derek, Derek. Diamond, Diamond, Diamond. Diamond. Experience! Welcome everyone to this special Facebook Live edition of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Today, I am here with my three special guests, Miss Nicole Dixon. Hi. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Phil Baker, his first appearance on the show. Welcome. And the great Chris Jadala. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, we're here talking about um, this film you guys have been working on called All Clear. And Phil, uh, I do want to say, first of all, thank you for uh, reaching out to me uh, about you know coming on the show. Because I always love hearing you know, everybody's story when it comes to film or, you know, sketch comedy, improv comedy, things like that. So, um, Phil, since this is your first time on the show, um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your background and what was it that made you want to go into film? Oh, wow. Um, I was in TV years ago, or back in my 20s. I worked in the promotion department at a TV station in Birmingham, Alabama, TV station in West Palm Beach, and... Um, then life took weird turn, <laughs> and I ended up as an air traffic controller for 24 years. After I retired from that, uh, got a real estate license. But um, back in March of last year, and I, I'm pretty sure that you attended this as well, but it was the uh, first of uh, Jeremy London's acting classes here for the London Arts uh, Acting School. And he reached out to me and uh, asked me if I wanted to attend. And I was like, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll go. I think you were at that first one, too. Well. I probably was, the Pensacola one, yeah. Like Mark the Pensacola. Yep. Yeah. And uh, uh, loved it. We had a great time. Mm -hmm. We learned a lot. He taught us how to uh, not only audition, but where to find parts to audition for. Mm -hmm. And so by the, um, you know, five or six months into it, we were auditioning and uh, I, I managed to land a few film roles and uh, some feature films last year one uh, both of them will be coming out later this year but one's a scene actually with Nicolas Cage in the movie that shot mm -hmm. over in Mobile uh, it was my very first speaking part in a film I was scared to death <laughs> read, readily admit that you know when it his line was, uh, so you're thinking about firing me, huh? And I was like, uh, turned around, I was like, I got his Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, it was, uh, it was an experience that uh, I'll never, ever forget. Uh, it, was, uh, it was awesome. But uh, 
since picked up an agent. I'm working on getting an agent up in Atlanta, and um, so it, that was a. It's been a great experience that we've done, and you've attended some of those mm-hmm. uh, classes mm-hmm. as well. And uh, I'm just very excited about what the future holds, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I, because you never know. You never know. You never know what uh, what could come down the pike in that. I mean, uh, you could be selling real estate, and the next day you're a co-star on a of series or something yeah i mean it just uh, it can happen that quickly so uh so we're excited about that but um you want me to go ahead and get into the what how this kind of came about yeah yeah and, yeah yeah absolutely uh, and, and i'll tell that story and then turn it over to you and Sounds what good. motivated you to to do that sure. but um in the november class of london arts last year um nicole and Zaz, y'all were looking for a scene we to were. do. Yep, because Zaz was my student at yep. Pensacola Little Theater, yep. and uh, then her parents asked me to privately coach as well, so I was teaching her at Pensacola Little Theater and privately coaching her at home, and uh, I, I suggested to her parents that she attend Jeremy London's class, because even though Zaz is really young, she's exceptionally talented, and I thought that yes. she could benefit from, from Jeremy's uh, teaching. And we could, and we benefited from her being. Yes, exactly. Too, I guarantee that for but, sure. Uh, but so you wrote this because you couldn't find anything else that was really out there. That Basically, fit, yeah. You know, an adult and young girl type scene, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. Scene work. You're from there, you know, where you take something that's been from a, a movie or a, a, a series or something, or even theater a lot of times. But um, you couldn't find anything, so she ended up writing this script. I did. And they performed it at the um, at the acting class that on, night. One second, we got a, a welcome, Bill, uh, Jane, Raymond, Eric, and Jared Baker. Uh, hey, Jared. To the hey guys, just want hey to welcome guys, you to the, thanks to the show. Thanks for watching. All my relatives. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> thanks. Thanks the for showing up. Whole family's watching. Aww. Right, continue. Phil. We'll tell we'll tell this story later on, but you and Jared have a go back along. Yeah, Jared, I see you. <laughs> 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 So, um, so they they performed it that night, uh, that particular script, and at, at the end of that performance, I just I goose covered goosebumps to head to toe, and I was so moved and so impressed and and just you know crying through it that mm-hmm. I said you know I went up to Nicole afterward and I says I want to turn that into a film. I hadn't directed anything since my twenties when I worked for the TV station. Welcome, Jamie, to the to the video. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. So yeah, you do that. <laughs> um, so it, it was uh, it was going to be a new experience again for me, mm-hmm. you know, picking this up after I'm not going to say how many. Okay, thirty years. <laughs> um, so to to to, the, to do, turn around and do that again, and directing a film is different from directing a commercial. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's a lot more involved and, and a lot more planning and, and pre-production that sort of thing. But uh, but uh, we we did that, and we ended up shooting. The uh, principal photography on March seventeenth mm-hmm. of this year. Yep, St. Yeah, Patrick's, Saint Patrick's Day. Day. Yeah, we took everybody away from their green beer. And <laughs> but um, but this guy is just amazing. Exceptionally uh, talented. Yes. Yeah. He the, the way I mean he took I, I gave him a vision of of what I wanted this to look like on on the uh, the interior and and maybe when we when we go back and we post this maybe we can. Post some screenshots. Show some shots. Sure, yeah, sure. Along with that later, later on. But uh, but you can go to our Facebook. Thank you so much, uh, Slant, 
All Clear Film? Uh, yeah, if you go on Facebook and you search All Clear, you'll see a picture of me, me and Zaz. And, and Zaz. you'll know it's our page because I'm not on any other page marked All Clear. <laughs> But you can go down, they scroll down even on there, Facebook slant all clear, and then um, it's got a link to our Kickstarter. It does. Where it's got uh, some screenshots of uh, from the actual footage that uh, that we did. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's beautifully shot. And, yeah. Uh, and it it was you know Chris took my vision and turned it into uh, a reality of mm-hmm. exactly how I wanted it to look. So it's uh, welcome, Sarah and Sid. Uh, thanks, thanks for being that, here. Uh, that it turned out the way it did. So. Uh, welcome, Michael Dawg. So basically, what we're <laughs> thanks doing. Thanks for showing up, man. Is that Michael? Michael Dawg. Michael oh, Dawg. Hey, yeah. I don't know yeah. what this is, Michael, but I'm sending it to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, some sort of symbol just for you, buddy. Just keep so, scrolling, uh, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> So we, uh, got it, uh, we we, got we love Michael Daw here we on do. the show. We do. Sorry, we do. continue. Michael's awesome. So uh, we got it shot, and now we're, we're raising money for the post production. Mm-hmm. That's the most expensive part, and the and the time most time consuming part as well. I mean, to um, so so that's where we are. We're about halfway through. Yeah. I think we're forty eight percent. More than forty eight percent now. We uh, we're at seventeen hundred dollars as of today. Sweet. So thank nice. you. Yeah. People, you know who you are who got us over to $1,700, and you rock. Absolutely. So the the, yeah, the Kickstarter's there. Uh, encourage you to donate. Uh, the, the thing that amazes me so far with the Kickstarter is the average donation. The average donation is about $71. Which is just amazing. The first yeah. five days of our Kickstarter, uh, Phil posted uh, 10 $100 donation tiers, and they were gone within wow. five days. So That's we had amazing. to we had to add donation tiers at one hundred and fifty dollars, which gets you into an exclusive VIP party. That's going to be a screening. With f- I know, yeah, there's going to be. Chris, you just wear oh, black. Yeah. You'll be fine. Can I, can I come? Is that yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to, man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> actually, I should tell all the parents too. Um, uh, we had a we had a lot of kids in this. Um, in this uh, yes. movie, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a lot of parents who had never met me. I went on Facebook <laughs> because I don't know how to really cast. I'm not a casting agent, so I literally went on Facebook and was like, "Hey, I need kids for a movie," and uh, you can trust me. I'm Nicole, and most most people in Pensacola know who I am as far as in the acting community because I've lived here a couple different times, and so very thankfully, uh, even though it was a terrible casting notice because I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, a lot of people uh, were like, "Yeah, okay," and uh, wrote to me personally on my on my page, which is what I asked them to do because of the the nature of having kids in a film. And uh, a lot of parents uh, agreed to it. We had what, seventeen, eighteen, twenty kids out there that day, or bunch. something. There were a bunch of kids uh, that Chris beautifully wrangled and and handled there on the set. And Chris and Phil. I'm great with kids. and uh it was it was really fun the kids had a great time they played in the playground that was their their shtick and uh you'll see a lot of that uh well not a lot but you'll see that footage on uh the all clear film because we we have to set it up in a playground and so we had a lot of kids out there playing and it was fun welcome luke thompson to the uh Oh, shout out to Luke. Stream. Thanks for watching. Thanks for coming out. Very Luke. good friend of mine. Oh, thank you, Luke. Ah. And this is a short film. Mm-hmm. It's uh, going to be 8 to 12 minutes. I don't know exactly how it's going to, you know, how the length Depending is on turn editing. Out. Yeah, depending on editing. But, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about the content. Um, it has to do with uh, lockdowns in schools now. And when we started it back in November, 
then it really wasn't, you know, that well. I mean, there were some, but I mean, Parkland in, in February really made this a timely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Parkland. When Parkland Subject. happened, it, it was it was so galvanizing for the entire country, and 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 school shootings are always uh, galvanizing. Um, but Parkland was, I think it was because it was in Florida for for Florida people. It was it really hit close to home, and um, when I wrote this piece, I wrote it as Phil said because I couldn't find a piece for Zaz and I, and I really, Zaz is such a good. Uh, young actress that I really wanted to challenge her in this in this scene work, and I couldn't figure out how to challenge her because I didn't want to like write a scene where like her mother's dying or a relative is dying or something because I didn't want to put her through that emotional ringer um, mm-hmm. um, with something so personal. Uh, and I didn't find anything online that I liked. So I literally, um, because I write for the murder mystery and I write for other things, I was like, I'm just going to write a scene. I'm just going to write it. I don't care. And so I was frustrated. Uh, and I sat down and I wrote it. And I didn't know what I was going to write. I mean, I kind of had the idea that I, I, I wanted a teacher and a student, but I didn't really know where I wanted to go from there. Right. And as I sat down at the computer, I thought about, nowadays what a teacher and student would be dealing with in school and immediately I thought well they'd be dealing with an active shooter situation which is the unfortunate reality right now in Mm -hmm. our country and um, I I wrote it a little strangely Um, and what I mean by that is and and you'll see it in the film but I wrote it from the perspective of probably Mid two thousands, maybe um, um, early twenty tens, um, because the student has no idea what's going on in the film. She doesn't know why, what, why her and the teacher are together, and um, now kids do. Mm-hmm. You know, kids kids have to do these drills all the time, and and they're faced with the reality of the situation every day. And the reason I wrote what I wrote is because I really want people to understand that while this issue is very political, and and I understand that as well, it's also a very human issue. And especially for kids. I mean, this is is something that kids shouldn't have to deal with. There's enough to deal with in school for kids. You shouldn't have to go to school and be afraid. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And not, Mm. not for this reason. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... You know, and 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 these kids are, and um, I, you know, I see posts from friends of mine who are teachers, and, and from other people around the country, that talk about you know when they're doing active shooter drills and, and how the kids are going through it and everything, and um, it just it really affected me. And uh, I remember my my nine year old daughter Freya actually came up to me because she's always curious about what I'm doing uh, when I'm home. <laughs> and she came up to me and she was like, Mom, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm, I'm writing a scene for me, for me and Zaz. And she's like, oh, what's it about? And I told her what it was about. And immediately she sat down and she was like, can I read it? And I was like, yeah, you can, you can read it if you want, Freya. And I hadn't finished it yet. I was like maybe a quarter into it. And Freya actually helped me write it um, from the kid's perspective. She... Uh, she gave me some really good insight into how kids talk in that kind of situation. So thank you, Freya, for helping mommy write the, the screenplay. Shout out to Freya. Mm-hmm. To Shout out Freya. to Freya. So, Chris, how did you get involved with, with All Clear? Well, um, 
I already worked for this whole quite a quite a big deal, uh, mm-hmm. quite a lot with a kitty get a job amongst anything else kitty she needs help with and, and going back and forth. Um, and then of course, uh, Phil reached out to me and uh, asked me if I'd be interested in working on this uh, a long time ago. And I said, well, of course. Um, Phil and I go way back, way way, way back. back. Um, <laughs> Which I didn't know, and then I found yeah. out, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, you don't know the story. No, oh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't um, know until you told me, and then I was yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, Phil was my Phil was my football coach when I was a little little boy, like <laughs> ten years old or something, eight, nine, ten years old, somewhere yeah. in there, along with my son, who's yeah. uh, who's viewing this today, Jared, at, up in the Pace Area Recreation League, and uh, yeah, it was a that was a long hot. Yeah, fall, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a long. It was a long. That was a crazy long time ago when I was pursuing yeah. football. Thought I was going to be a football player. And those are formative <laughs> years, though. I mean, you you make special bonds with those oh people. Yeah, no, yeah. I, uh, and I and I always feel always made a uh, a coach Baker always yeah. made a a, a uh, effort to reach out to me back then, and I appreciated that. And uh, yeah, Jared's still here. Hey, Jared, we were on the same team for a little bit. Uh, defense. <laughs> so I, played, <laughs> I played. I think I played safety that year. You were. Uh, and you, I remember specifically you and Jared kind of swapped out as a tight end snapper. Snap. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played oh. center for a and second. Because y'all were the only ones brave enough to get smacked. <laughs> oh yeah. As soon as you snap the ball. Oh yeah. wow. Fight the ball yeah. and because get there hit. Were two Two teams basically in the mm-hmm. in the league. There was the I don't know, red and blue, and I don't right. remember which one those were, but there was like all the the uh, well liked, the, the mini mites, popular. You know the parents that, that formed the two teams. They had the, the 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 team that they competed against everybody, and then all the kind of the, the leftover kids, the losers. Right. And we, no, that's not true because you guys were awesome. Yeah. But uh, it actually but sounds but like the plot of a pretty decent movie. I was going to say that's yeah. another yeah. movie right yeah, there. That could be your next it? project. Yeah. Here we go. But um, but so this was kind of the the team that you know all the big kids were on the other team, and I had the the smaller kind of kids on my team. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and Jared and Chris were the ones that were brave enough to step up and snap mm-hmm. the ball because they knew they were going to get killed mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon well, as they did. Well, so. well by that time <laughs> in my uh, that time in my childhood, I could feel no pain, so yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> just take the hits. Um, no, 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 no. It was uh, it was a good time. So yeah, now you're mighty, Christadala. You're like oh all gosh. buff and now you and guys stuff. Were in, oh, I'm uh, still a tiny line, boy. Drumline <laughs> together too, and face uh, oh, yeah. band later on. Yeah. So I've seen Phil's been a, a part of my life in some way for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when this opportunity came up, it was like, well, I have to bring it full circle and do this. Oh yeah. So we've like worked on every kind of thing you could he possibly felt he work owed on. Me, I guess. So. Oh no. I mean, <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing: is I if I believe in a project or believe in something, I try to help out. With any artist or creative in the area, and I think that's might be apparent by how many things um, I'm working on all the time. I just like to uh, I like to be a part of anything that is creative or the arts in this town, even if I gotta figure out invent a way for me to be involved because I can't. I only have one set of skills, so it's like, well, I can figure out some way to help you, um, but this mm-hmm. particular one um, was right in my alley. Uh, but no, anything at all um, I can do to help, I will do, especially for someone like Phil and oh. Nicole that are always there. Thank you. Out, Thank so. you, Chris. But yeah. Anyway. But don't, let, don't let Chris fool you with a line about one set of skills. <laughs> yeah, no, I was yeah. just going to say, Chris has many skills. Yeah. Many, many skills. Um, you do a kickflip sometimes. So. <laughs> 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 um, just to piggyback, I can't believe I just said just to piggyback. It sounded like I'm in a meeting. But just to, <laughs> just to piggyback on what Chris just said about... Um, 
about uh, helping people in the community and, and, and helping them realize their dreams and, and uh, being very proactive in helping artists in the community. Uh, that was one of the reasons, because uh, there are other cinematographers in town. Chris isn't the only one. He's very, very good. Um, but that, but one of the reasons I wanted to work with Chris as badly as I did uh, is because that is what he does. Chris is cares a lot about helping other artists, and that kind of collaborative spirit means a lot to me. And I, I thought that you know, with his skills and talent level, and his uh, trooper attitude like that of, of wanting to help people and, and get them where they want to be. That's who I wanted on my team. Oh, for sure. And it, uh, I really like the mentality. And I, I feel like every time I do a local film based podcast, this point is always brought up, but it doesn't make it any less true is that, you know, it's not a competition no. between everybody is that we're all, yeah, we're all working on our own projects, our own things, but you know, we all support each other. Like you'll find like, Chris does a ton of different things. I know you do a ton of different mm -hmm. things. So it's cool to see the the collaboration. And the crossovers, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah for sure. And it, there's so many people around here who are such a big source of information. Like for me, Steve Wise uh, is, is one. You know, he's been helping me a lot with... You know, I'm finally getting my film off the ground, so... I know, I saw. So, the Parker Syndrome, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, it, it's just really cool to know that we have such a cool community mm -hmm. around here. No, I agree. And it's grown a lot in the past five, ten years. So it's 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 a huge blessing for Pensacola to have such talent. Mm -hmm. So Thank you, ahead. Nicole, by the way. Say thank you. I appreciate it. That's <laughs> true, man. It's true. I wouldn't say it if it wasn't true. Thank you. So kind of backtracking to pre-production, kind of walk me through the whole process. Like, did you guys have say, like a location that you guys knew fairly early on. I was um, going to... Is he on there? Matthew Campbell. Matthew Campbell. Oh, welcome, yeah. Matt. Shout out to Matt Campbell. Yeah, he, he is our location coordinator. He really mm -hmm. is, yeah. And he uh, he arranged for us to to shoot the, the bulk of the film in um, the backside of First City Church. And which is also where we have Jeremy's classes, because Matt was, coordinates uh, those as yes. well. And Thank Matt's Matt. part of the class, so thanks, Matt. Yeah. And we uh, we did it there, and then there was a location. I don't remember the name of the church. Oh, it was Jubilee, was and that was okay. Jessica Picotta who set okay. that up for me, who was also our makeup artist. So thank you, Jessica. Oh, Jessica did it. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, so um, so we shot in those two locations. Um, in two ministries, which is kind of cool, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which is awesome. But um, And did you shoot everything in one day? Yeah, we did. We did. Oh, wow. It was an That's Zaz, impressive. It, it, Zaz, I don't know if you're watching. I assume you're going to be watching this eventually since you're co-star in the film. But uh, good job, girl, because that was an 11. It was an 11-hour shoot, wasn't it? Like an 11-hour day? It was. It was a long wow. time. It was a yeah. long time. Yeah. And, uh, and Zaz hung in there the whole time, and it was her first time ever on a movie set. Really? Yeah, really. Wow. It was impressive. And the way we shot it, we didn't do you know, different scenes. We, w we would set up one way run through the whole thing, then set up another angle, run through the mm -hmm. whole thing, and set up another angle, run through the whole thing. So, so all the emotional pretty, peaks and valleys annoying. that she had to go through, yeah. she did. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, there were times when we were shooting that thing, you know, because I was just basically watching. My, my, 
my directing in this was watching them because <laughs> I would I would tell them you know hey you know maybe do this here do this here and then y'all go and I'd just sit back and watch and I'd just be bawling crying because yeah. I mean it was just it was it's a very emotional film and once you see it and I'm getting goosebumps now I'm just thinking about it but uh, yeah it's when you see the, uh, the the fear and the unknown on this child's face and Zaz's, and Zaz's performance is and fantastic so amazing and I would just be back there and Chris would look back and I would tears streaming down my face and they're like okay just go on you know keep going keep going yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah her her honesty is is very clear in the film and and that's one of the things I like about working with child actors is they're not like adults. Kids are honest, mm. and and they, they're, the way they approach acting is also is very honest. And and Zaz was no exception. You know, she um, she learned the lines, which was great. Uh, <laughs> some adults don't do that. <laughs> um, and uh, and then she just kind of felt what natural. what she was feeling. Yeah, it was, yeah, very, it was natural. very natural. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was it was. I mean, the 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 situation or the the circumstances under which we shot were were a little difficult. I mean, we were in a little closet and uh, couldn't move around a lot, and uh, it's a very static scene in that way because in real life they'd be in a closet and you know very static and not moving around a lot, and so you know there wasn't a lot of stuff that we could do, and and you know it was all just facial expressions and emotion and, and all of that and very tense and uh and zaz zaz did a great job yeah, um, she really did mm-hmm. and um the other thing i'm really excited about and i wanted to talk about was is tom baracco um because uh, tom baracco is our composer mm-hmm. for the film and um the two things that i think are 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 um going to help the film a lot <laughs> which is why we need your help in post-production is editing and scoring. Um, working with Chris on Kitty Get a Job and working in the in the other few films that I've done, I've learned that editing can make or break a film. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and uh, it's ridiculously important uh, to get it right. And so we want to hire the just the right editor to tell our story. And... Um, we're we're hoping to 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 get that, but the other side of that is music because music is really a, another character in a film, and can express the story just as well, if not better, than the actor sometimes. And so I'm thrilled that Tom Baracco, who's a composer here in town, who works University of Florida and PLT, and if you know music, you know Tom, mm-hmm. um, has agreed to come on and, and score this for us. Um, and was excited to do it like immediately. Which now, did you guys reach out to him and just ask him to do I it? I did. Or, or yeah, okay. I, I called Tommy. Uh, I've known Tom for years, okay. and uh, um, w- I was a student of his a long time ago, kind of like you guys. <laughs> and um, uh, and I just I said, hey Tom, I've got this project, and and can you do you want to do it, or are you interested? And I and he said, well, send me the script, and I sent him the script, and he wrote me back uh, within a day, and he was like, oh God, yes, I'll do this. And I was like, oh, and I was crying. I was so happy yeah, was. because was I was, I was, I was terrified. I was like, oh no, what if he doesn't like the script? And, um, but he did. He, he's, and, and of course the, with the, with the subject matter 
I think a lot of people are getting behind the film, and 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 I think they should because this is is topical and important, and it's a dialogue that we need to have. It's a story a, that needs to be told. Yeah, and it's a dialogue we need to have in a, in a different way than we've been having it. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. Kind of going back to editing, you know, I, I can't tell you how many movies I've seen that, you know, have great stories, but they're not put together very well. Yes. And it will take you right, right out, out of it. Yeah, right yeah. out of the picture. Because so. you're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And you're like, I don't, what? what? Okay. Yeah. And mm-hmm. or, or it's too slow or the pacing's wrong or, and all of that happens in the editing room. Yeah. I can't remember the, the name of it. This was years and years ago. I saw a, a short film that a friend of mine who was in college showed me. Mm-hmm. And it was a very, like, dramatic story. But the cuts were just, you know, boom, 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 boom. And it was almost like gave me a headache. So I'm oh, like, wow. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what was going on there. But so I, I agree. You know, yeah. editing's super important. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, working with Kitty and, and seeing some of the other films I've seen around town... Um, the difference between raw footage and editing is, is night and day. And, and, and Kitty has a really good editor. Uh, well, several really good editors, but, but Ryan is our lead editor, right, right Chris? Ryan, is our lead Ryan McBride is our lead editor, and he's a genius. Shout out to uh, Ryan McBride. Yeah, he's oh. a great editor. Yes. He's also people. very, very busy. Um, the people that we're thinking about for this project, I believe, are Nick Gray or Christine... Uh, yeah, whose name I can never remember her last name. Christine Elizabeth. Both very, so very good editors. Those are a couple of people yeah, that we're Christine's looking at. Christine's good. Yeah, yeah. Both and really and Chris has worked a lot with Nick Gray. So, mm-hmm. um, a lot with both so yeah, but we have to pay them. And mm-hmm. so we need money. Correct. We need money. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, uh, Willis Cannon and uh, Nick Fury. Welcome to the, oh, cool. uh, Thank to you. the video. Welcome. Thanks, guys. More people watching. So, uh, uh, I want uh, Chris to tell you about his lighting technique. Yeah, yeah, the lighting and lighting the technique, and yeah, yeah and right. a little bit about the crew, the gaffing, and the people who came on, yeah. and everybody. Yeah. Um. Well, I just walked in there with a blindfold and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. No. Um. It's definitely that was the biggest challenge was trying to light this scene because I I knew we wanted it to be dark. We wanted it to have like just that barely you know amount, uh, just that tiny bit amount of light coming in. But you wanted to shoot it in a closet as well. So it's like, all right, well, if they're in a closet, there would not be any light on in there, or that would be the worst hiding spot ever if they're like, let me turn on the light first before we go <laughs> in. <laughs> um, so we wanted to like find a way to, to make that work. So And I also um, needed to find a closet that was a little bigger than maybe we'd first thought of just because it's we just had, we had to cheat it a little well, bit. Well, there's so much stuff you have so to get in there. Yeah, yeah. But no, so basically what I wound up doing is I found, we found this perfect spot with this tiny little like six inch by six inch uh, like window out to another office and then this closet. So that was our key light. Our main source of light was just this light. So I got this big punchy light punching through there basically to mimic, uh, to mimic the sun. Um, or you could even, you know, stretch it out that it's mimicking the office light next door. Um, but we just had this tiny bit of light pushing in through this tiny little square. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I honestly let the scene get probably the darkest I've ever let any scene get as far as the lighting goes, because that's what I think it needed. Um, and it was a little scary because, you know, usually I have a very, uh, I don't want to say routine, but I definitely have like the techniques that I usually go to and the uh, where I like the skins to be, you know, how I like them lit. 
um, uh, shout out to False Color um, and shout out to Doug Stanford for introducing me to False Color, mm-hmm. uh, which is a great tool if you're trying to um, get lighting dialed in exactly where you want it. Um, and I use it every time. So I'll let it get really dark. But now it's a tiny little sliver of light kind of coming in, our key light coming in from that tiny little source. And then we bounced a little bit of light here and there. Um, it gave um, it gave Nicole a really cool kind of edge light around her when we shot her her two shot her single shot, and then I brought in a little bit of bounce to just bring in a little light on the side of her face because uh, it was getting a little too dark. Um, and then Zaz kind of had this like angelic like her face was more lit than Nicole's. Um, that was yeah because the angle. But I mean I I wanted it her to look a little more like angelic or so more lit so you could see her face a little more mm-hmm. right than nicole's um but no that was definitely it was challenging because i mean I, didn't, I couldn't you know it's all about where the light's motivated from you can't just like put a light somewhere it doesn't it has to be motivated um that's the word i wanted you to use yeah, yeah so like trying to yeah that when we were there and i was like oh that's right yeah, well, every light in every scene has to have a has to have a motivation. So, like, you can't just put a light somewhere and it's like, oh, that's a light now. It's like, well, if there has to be a lamp, there has to be that's the sun or that's something. And so, coming from this room next door, it could be the sun or it could be the you know the bright office lights in the next room, the classroom lights next door. Yeah, kind of where I was exactly, and that's what I was looking at. For absolutely, that. and uh, and then we added um, some atmosphere to the scene. Atmosphere in a can. Atmosphere in a can, literally. <laughs> it's literally just like aerosol spray, but it gave the light. You could see the light coming in, some texture. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way it kind of, again, adds to the motivation of the light and where it's coming from so you know. And it also just gives it this intense kind of feel to it. If you watch Game of Thrones or any of those shows like that, they have one of those things running at all times. Mm-hmm. And that the, the light just looks thick. You can see the light, mm-hmm. and that just makes... Any scene, honestly, just makes it look better. I mean, at the end of the day, like let's be real, it just makes it look better when you can see the light. Um, but yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. It was a challenge. We had to get a big light, and then of course our crew. Um, if I can remember everybody, oh my gosh. We had uh, David. We had David. We had Tyler. Tyler right? wasn't Jeremy there too. Jeremy Sommers was there. Jeremy Sommers was there, and, and then, then Austin. Uh, Austin, the new yes, guy. Yes, who works with Lindsay yep. Films. Shout out to Lindsay Films. They're great. Uh, great crew: Tyler Simmons, David Cook, Jeremy Sommers, and Austin. Um, from Lindsay Films, uh, who came out and helped on this project. Um, and it was great. I mean, uh, the, the lighting in the closet was the most challenging. We did have a, a roving light set up when they were walking down the hallway, which was interesting. Oh, the hallway shots are hallway gorgeous. Shot. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. With uh, Wade Iverson, who played our, yeah. our EMT. And he was another one. He just jumped on board. He was like, yeah, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And got himself a costume, which was great. We didn't have mm-hmm. to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it all worked out. Lighting is weird. Yeah, but the lighting, uh, if you guys look at the screenshots in the, the, um, in the Kickstarter, yeah, you'll see the, really the hallway shot with, with Wade and uh, the way they shot that. It, it just, it looks like a professional film. It really does. Uh, and Right, and <laughs> yes. Uh, and, and I knew it would when, when we brought Chris on board because half the reason I joined Kid to Get a Job is, is the production quality that I've seen Chris mm-hmm. do, Chris and his boys yeah. do. And boys, uh, your boys. Now it's me and Christina too. We're girls. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> We're getting it. We're, uh, <laughs> We're getting diversified. But uh, but yeah, no. The, but the production quality is fantastic. In fact, we have something coming out today, right, Chris? What do we have coming? Is out um is is Civil uh, War? Civil War coming out today? That's next week. Oh, next week. Yeah. Civil War comes out next week. All yeah, right. we're still in June. And we are still in June. <laughs> yeah. 
First Ooh, week of July. Not quite June yet. We got like two more Fridays before. before so that's your guys' next sketch? That's our next sketch. Yeah. Okay. Silver War. Oh, yeah, we got two Fridays. Not next Friday, but the next. Oh, good. Okay. So but the BTS photos from that look great. Oh, yeah. And it uh, looks BTS yeah, is behind the scenes. Yeah, we've already got a rough cut of that. It's going to make you feel weird. Yeah. But, and again, and, and the Going Noir one that we just shot, speaking of lighting, it's fantastic lighting. Um, so, again, I knew when Phil told me that Chris was who he was thinking of, I, I lost my mind. I was like, yes, yes, I know Chris too, and we're on Kitty Get a Job, and that'll be perfect, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, yeah, I think... Uh, when we get the right editor and now that we've got Tom on board and we've got Chris on board and of course Phil did an excellent job directing it and, and Zaz and I it's it's really going to be a good project yeah. uh, and, we're, and, and we're not in any hurry to get it done we right. don't have a specific deadline I would like to get it done by the end of August to do because the, the deadlines for Sundance and South by Southwest are like mid-September, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to push it to try because I want it done right, mm-hmm. exactly, than done fast. And yeah. but so. the cool thing is, is that's the level we're shooting for is oh, Sundance and cool. yeah. you know big it's, film it's festivals. Be that quality of a film. Mm-hmm. We're trying to submit a Scam County to Sundance by that time. Oh, cool! Really? Really? Nice. We might nice. have two projects in Mayhem. Sundance. That's very cool. But very cool. yeah. That is a dice roll. So if it just got accepted into Sundance, it would be a, a, a field goal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for that'd sure. Be fantastic. Yeah. I would say a touchdown, actually. Well, okay. Um, Seven. That's a touchdown. <laughs> Plus the extra point. I scored, I scored a touchdown <laughs> once. So the extra point would be a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A win place or a show. But, um, uh, but uh, you know, my motivation for doing this is I want to tell the story, and we wanted to create some art. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see these actresses perform that on screen, and and that's that's my entire motivation. I'm not trying to to, to make a you know make money off of it right. or, or anything. We just want to raise enough money to to pay for it getting done, and then enter it and see how it does. So and I tell I the story and share the story. Tell the story, and I, and mm-hmm. I think it will be very well accepted, and I think uh, it, uh, I think people will really enjoy. It. I d- the talent's definitely behind it and, and will be yeah. in, in post-production as well. So um, representing Pensacola well, I think. Well, and I think especially with the subject matter yeah. and the fact that it's a very relevant issue, yeah. I think it's just going to hit home. Because, I mean, I've got, you know, two of my best friends are local teachers. And mm-hmm. with all the school shootings that have been happening, you know, I've had plenty of discussions with them about, you know, what their school might do or just, you know, their thoughts on the whole situation. So I could definitely see it hitting pretty hard with a lot of people. Yeah. And and we don't, uh, you know, we're not claiming that we know the answer. Right, to the right. Issue yeah. at all. And we just want to get people to thinking and to, to, uh, to at least try to do something because apparently what's happening at the moment is not working. Right. So. And, and, and the, wh- the whole purpose of the film is to open a dialogue is yeah, just to get absolutely. people talking and, and get them thinking about what's going on and the, the human part mm-hmm. of what's going on, because that's what Zaz and I at least tried very hard to, to communicate is, is the humanity behind the situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, random side note for those who don't know, Zaz is actually a very good singer. She's a well. fantastic singer. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's funny because she was on the London Arts podcast that we did back in December. She was, a- and I, 
when I heard her name, I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And it's because she sang the national anthem at a Blue Wahoos game before. She did. So that was where I knew her from. So I was oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, no, you. Yeah, no, she's an amazing singer. Uh, when she walked into my acting class at PLT, I was just <laughs> blown away by her talent. I really was. And then I heard her sing, and I was like, oh, <laughs> my goodness. She just got everything. Yeah, she really does. She is stupidly talented uh yeah. and and her parents are great uh steven and tracy are incredibly supportive of her and and all the kids um they have two younger daughters zinka and uh, zinka's the youngest and then um z is is the middle kid and all z's uh, all z's I like all that. z's yeah it's a family thing and uh uh yeah and they're all talented and and the kids all look up to zaz it's so cute um, but they're all talented in their own way. It's, it's a very talented family. And like I said, Tracy and Steven have been incredibly supportive of the whole project and of me personally. And uh, I really value their friendship in, in, in all of this. So, Absolutely. Yep. So anyway, you can find us uh, Facebook, All Clear. Just search for All Clear up in the bar, um, which will give you a link to our Kickstarter. But you mm -hmm. can do a Kickstarter and search for All Clear as well. Yeah. And uh, the film has also already been accepted into IMDb. Yep. So you can find awesome. us on IMDb. And um, and we'd love for, for folks to, to help us get this thing made. Yeah. And there was, um, if I may, there's one other thing I want to talk about. Um, and this is not a project to do with us, but it's a project that I did um, and that's going to be um, released uh, in festivals as well. Uh, and it's another really sensitive subject in, in Pensacola. Um Tomorrow night at the University of West Florida, an organization called the NISI organization, N-I-S-S-I, -S -S uh, is debuting a film called The Orphan mm. uh, that was shot here. Uh, Andy Gwynn did it, Chris. Yeah. And it's going to be good. It is. It is going to be good. Um, and it's a film about um, human trafficking. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, I played a Ukrainian teacher in it. Uh, I did a Ukrainian accent that I learned on YouTube. Um, and uh, my daughter Freya plays a, a small Ukrainian orphan in it. It was her first film. Um, but that's another film that I'm, I'm, I'm really proud to have been a part of recently because it's another film that, that touches on a subject that we don't want to talk about. People don't want to know about human trafficking. Um, and yet it's something that is so prevalent in our society and happens all the time. And especially in a port city like Pensacola, it's an issue. Um, and to be honest, and, and I'm embarrassed to admit this, but I didn't know it was an issue until I did The Orphan and, and talked to Nisi and recognized how much we need to have this discussion and we need to have this dialogue as well. So um, tomorrow night at the University uh, West Florida Conference Center at 6.30 p.m., there's a, um, a screening of the film that'll be shown and uh, a, a dinner and stuff. Um, so there's a, a Facebook event for it uh, that I'll post on my personal page um, if people want to check that out as well. So You said dinner, so I'm in. I, most <laughs> people, I was like, oh, no, I said dinner. I'm going <laughs> to get in so much in trouble. Food's um, always the hook. Food's always the hook. <laughs> but uh, no, but it's a really important organization. And, and as Chris knows, Andy Gwynn is, is also very, very talented. And, and I really enjoyed working with all of them on that project as well. And it literally was like a month before we did All Clear. So it was like I did one film and then I did this and I was like, oh, it's, it's a lot of heavy stuff. Um, but real, but important too. 
and I was again really pleased to be a part of both projects. Yeah. Well, do you guys have any other upcoming or current projects you guys want to plug before we get out of here? Um, just as an actor, I'll be in Between Worlds sometime this fall when it comes out. Uh, shot over a mobile last year. Um, I play a priest in a film called Do Not Read, which is a horror film, mm-hmm. which uh, was shot over in Tallahassee last year. The last week of July, um, I'm in an episode of Murder Comes to Town on the Investigation Discovery Channel. So um, watch for that. I play. Uh, I end up dead. In that one, spoilers. Most people end yeah, up dead in my murder mysteries. Alert. And murder <laughs> comes to town. Yeah, you end up dead. So, uh, but that was that was a really fun project to do. Although it was December and I was laying out in a parking lot in like twenty four degree weather, yeah, without a coat on or anything, telling the director, "Hurry up!" Yeah, we talked about that in Jeremy's class. Actually, is how we have to yeah. take care of ourselves as actors in those situations. Yeah, it, was, it was freezing cold. Yeah, but, uh, but it was fun. So, um, that's about all I got coming up here. Uh, the next few months, I'm uh, negotiating right now with uh, some Atlanta talent agencies. Oh, cool. So that's new. Cool. Uh, We're working actors, working professionals. It's exciting. It yeah, it's exciting. exciting stuff. It is very exciting. So, But to pay the bills, I sell real estate. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so with my daughter. And that's yeah. uh, so we've gone into business together. And that's uh, that's most important to me yeah. you know to work with your family yeah work with family and and that's just a, a dream come true you mm. know for for me and maybe you know I'm I'm at an age now to where you know I don't have much longer left to work mm-hmm. not I was like Phil hopefully, hopefully you know, I'll be around <laughs> a while as long as people know CPR I'll be okay but um Yes, yeah, so, uh, it's setting her up in in a career that will last her her lifetime, mm-hmm. which uh, that's is cool. important yeah. to me. So I, I uh, I'm, I'm glad we're able to do that. Mm-hmm. So, Chris, my son, my son uh, Jared, there that that uh, Chris's friend from school is also uh, Hello, a Jared. realtor down in Orlando. Works oh, cool! Down there, so, so like a whole little a real, real estate it's family. A real yeah. estate family. That's yeah. cool. And my wife, hey Jane. Welcome, Sean Peterson, to the uh, to the video. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for everything. Out. Thanks for everything, so, man. What else you got going on? I mean, that's Scam County. Right? Which Chris doesn't have going on. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing much of anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think anyone's buying that. No, I'm, I'm just really tired all the time. That's it. <laughs> um, let's see. Of course, we got Scam County, which we are uh, so close to finishing principal photography. We which are, is so exciting. Yeah, well, I'm almost there. Um, the biggest project I've tackled uh, to date. Uh, which is great. Yeah, we had Phil. Yeah, we both got to be in there. Phil played a hobo in Scam County. Nicole played a drunkard at a bar. I did, and a stunt driver, which is exciting. That's right. Uh, I wasn't Um, really stunt driving, but kind of. Yeah, we were running down 12th Avenue. That's cool. Um, But no, we're almost there with that. That's uh, actually after this, I'm going back to my house to destroy it. Oh, yes, for for the thing tomorrow. Yeah, we have to build a trash mountain type thing inside of my house. Um, then, of course, Kitty Get a Job is still swinging. We're uh, still producing one sketch a month, oh, going on almost two years of doing that, uh, about three years of meeting, which is um, crazy. Oh, speaking of crowdfunding, we should talk about our Patreon a little bit. Yeah, Kitty Get a Job. We have a Patreon page now, uh, which is super exciting. It's already gained some traction. Helping it has. To, helping to pay some of the bills that Kitty Get a Job racks up. Uh, to, it's, uh, making movies is, uh, is hard and can be really expensive. We, um, and as the production value gets more and more and more, uh, it's um, we don't skimp on anything. Props, locations, whatever we got to do, we do it. That's my 
been my commitment to the crew is like whatever we need i'm gonna i'm gonna do my everything i can to do it um if i have the funding i will put it into kitty get a job so just trying to find a balance to that um so any help at all is very much appreciated we do a little uh certain donations will get you a video from us and then we're actually getting to another level another tier we're actually start producing a second sketch every month um which is where they're like 10 to 45 second sketches. We're calling them... Tinder biddles? Maybe Tinder biddles, but we don't know yet. Uh, we we got we to gotta work <laughs> on it. <laughs> We're working on it. We're yeah, working we on can't, it. I'm not going to say that's the name yet. <laughs> that's the We're working title. I don't uh, hate that name. Isn't no, it a great it's, name? It's cute. Yeah. That was Michael Dahl. So many different guys. Yeah. yeah. So many levels that, that could cover. That yeah. came out of the creative mind of the room. No, that was that was Michael Daw. I mean. Oh, was it Daw? Yeah. Of course. And then, uh, not that, yeah, that's not surprising at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, my my little company. Uh, I have to stop saying little company. That's just what I've always said. Because it's not a little company. My anymore, company, no. uh, Calliope Films, is um, is uh, really making great things happen, and not only for myself, but of course, um, as Nicole said, I mean, my whole thing is getting people where they want to be. That's kind of what I. Uh, my passion is helping people get where they want to be in this creative film world, which is not so easy in this town. And I did not, um, I had a, a few wonderful mentors, but the support in this town, other than those great people, was not not quite there. So I think we're, between myself and a couple of other great people in this town, and great mm-hmm. creators, we're finally um, seeing some support there. So yeah, Calliope Films is, is kicking, and we've got, I'm, I'm booked for like all of July and most of August, thankfully, with all kinds of projects. Um, ranging from very heavy emotional stuff to happy and poppy commercials, and I and I love it. So I mean, I'm just I feel lucky and humble to get to hold a camera and call it my living. So and you just did that mana commercial too. Speaking of community outreach oh yeah. and involvement. Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it, it it was Is really this the cool. One with the donuts. Yeah, yeah. the donuts. Yeah, we, me and Phil were talking about that before you guys so showed up, and I was like, I've I've got to I've got to hear the story about donuts. Oh gosh, you want to? Yeah. <laughs> well, um. Yeah. So this is this was something I saw last year and I really like I really loved what the the PPD and the Escambia County Sheriff's Department and uh, were doing with these videos. They were so funny. Like these cops were so funny and they were just like filming with their iPhones or whatever. Um and some of it they they shot and looked really good. So I knew like all right, this could be cool. And then our Red Iron Design Lisa Long and Doug over there at Red Iron um asked me to come help them produce the video. And uh, yeah, the the idea, the concept that I, I presented one concept and they liked it. So we went with it. It was just like, what if, yeah, don't, donut resistance training. I wanted to kind of shoot it like a uh, <laughs> a really intense, like... Uh, boot camp. Boot camp, like, you know, what is that? Full metal jacket. Full metal mm-hmm. jacket. Yeah. Kind of style mixed in. They, they really liked, I did this commercial for a move, period. They loved the lighting in that commercial. So they wanted it to look like that. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm down with that. Um, kind of that hard light. Uh, cutting through the darkness um but no really i mean i gave them a little bit of direction but they just killed it they they yeah they like i told some of them like in a second life they could totally have agents and be actors because like they were not like handsome in great shape uh took direction well like all fantastic um but no the video was great that was i was just trying to uh, find a different take on a charity video and what is the charity benefit Charity benefits Mana. We are um, feeding hungry families in Pensacola. So what a better thing to be a part of than helping with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hoping to make a video people would actually watch. 
you know, I think that was the whole, the whole thing with me is like some charity videos are just so heavy handed and just don't really, they don't, they're not really engaging. So I wanted to make a video that you would actually watch all the way through and get the message really, really fast. So like I literally, we built in a chant and you hear in the first 20 seconds, it's like, what are we doing? Feeding the kids. How do we do it? No donuts. It's like, boom, mm-hmm. you know what we're doing. And then you feel, and then it's, I don't know. And it's argu- hopefully fun to watch. Oh, it's very funny. So it's well, really funny. That you're right. Out. The cops knocked it out of the park. As an acting teacher, I was like, wow, yeah. are these actors yeah. or cops? No, they're they're all they cops. They were great. Do they have a Facebook page? Like they do. Man of Pantry that you can go watch this on? Yes. The Man, man of Food Pantry has a page, but it's like it's, a every, it's on the PPD's page. It's on the, oh, okay, uh, the fire. It's everywhere right now. It's, it's you, you lots of views. You will giggle it's really watching, funny. watching that video. It's, yeah. it's funny. Lots of fun. I'm kind of... Uh, I'm glad that I'm Kitty Get a Job has kind of positioned my crew as kind of like, if you want something funny, call us. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, that's a cool thing Kitty Get a Job is now doing. Um, and I love that. I love, bring it on, you know, if I can <laughs> make, make people laugh. That's always one of my favorite things to do is make people laugh. So yeah. all about it. And the, sure. and the thing that I love, again, about all of this is between the, the All Clear film and the Nisi International film and the Man of Food um, um, film, the ability to make films that mean something mm-hmm. I think is really important and I'm glad that we're able to do it um, with the different avenues that we have here in Pensacola. So, yay. That was all I wanted to say. Oh, and please, 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 please donate to our Kickstarter. We are at $1,700, but we have like 17 days. So that's not a lot of time. Believe me, for the last three days, we've been at the same tier, except for yesterday we got bumped up a little bit. Not the same tier, but like the same amount. So we're just short of 50%. Yeah, we're just short of 50%, and we only have 17 days left. And we want to see this film get made. Hopefully now you guys want to see this film get made, uh, and we need your support to do it. Fantastic. And thank you for having us on, No, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Definitely have to... uh, Check out the Kickstarter and stay tuned to see what happens next. Yep. So you said you guys have Facebook as well? Facebook is uh, just All Clear Film. All Clear Film. I think is the, uh, just search for that up in the the box at the top of the page. Mm -hmm. And then if you scroll down, once you get to our page, then it'll... Yeah, and I'll, I'll d- we can just repost the link to the Kickstarter and post it to we the top. Pin it. Yeah, pin it to the top. Yeah, we can do that. And uh, look for us on IMDb. And then look for us at film festivals. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to come thanks, on the podcast. Derek. It was fun. We appreciate it. My thanks again to Phil, Nicole, and Chris for taking the time to have that really fun conversation about their upcoming film, All Clear. If you want to find out more information about it, just find it on Facebook and check out their Kickstarter campaign. And speaking of social media, if you want to follow this show on social media, go to Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at D Diamond Podcast. If you want to check out past episodes of the show, go to iTunes, Spotify, all podcasting platforms, and just search for The Derek Diamond Experience. And before we close out, uh, speaking of film, if you want to follow the news on my upcoming short film, The Parker Syndrome, just find it on Facebook and Instagram at The Parker Syndrome. There will be a website uh, when a little bit more is done with the film and as we get a little bit closer to the actual shooting date, so... Stay tuned for upcoming news about the Parker Syndrome. So on that note, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thanks for listening. I am, as always, your host, Derek Diamond, and we'll see you guys back here next Thursday. (laughs) 